All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Atikophobia podcast, episode three today. Just before we get into it, really appreciate all the love we've been getting from a lot of people. All right, a lot of people have been sharing our stuff. Really, really appreciate it. goes a long way. Firstly, how are we, guys? What's going on? I'm amazing. I feel great today. I'm good. I'm tired. Are you tired? <laughs> yeah. You've been working hard, Channel 9? Yeah, huh? I have. <laughs> how has it been? It's been really good. I love it so much. Everyone's so lovely, and the actual work's like really easy. Well, I mean, not easy, but like I'm catching on, so happy. It makes life easy when it's hard. Not, it's not really like it's working, hey? Like, it's your yeah. favourite job you want to do. Like, it's not really like it's working. I, like, so. I, I love being there and I want to be there, so it makes the work, do- like, it doesn't feel like work. And everyone's so lovely, so I just love, you know, talking to them every day. And I'm just keen to keep doing that all of next year. But yeah. Yeah, fuck, I love that, eh? Hey. How about you, Cal? What did you do today? I just filmed a commercial today. Uh, just chilling, really. Don't really work much, but... Um, yeah, bro, life's been good. Honestly... I had like I had like the other day I was like yeah. fuck just stressed out with this podcast and stuff because like I want to make sure it's the best. Yeah, you were stressing a lot after we went and got dinner. You were yeah. stressing. I was like, bro, just do yourself brief for like ten minutes, calm down for a second, yeah. which is so fair. Like you want to get it all done, but let's just write it all down. I think you felt a bit better after doing that. Now we've played a bit better. Yeah, well, uh, just for you guys, we filmed a video uh, episode three the other day, and it just was not good. And I got a tickophobia. Yeah, we have the vibes were off, and I got a tickophobia. I'm afraid to fail, so we had to delete it. Back had to. Then. We're back. Episode three. We're talking about life's experiences today. Yeah, just before we go on, I don't think we're going to put out any bad content because we want the content to be the best content possible. So why would we put out bad content? That's like my theory, and that's our thing. So at least, you know what? We'll just scrap it. Start brand new. All right. This is more of a conversation, like as we talk. Like we're going to talk questions, but you know, we're just going to flow off of it. So. Life experiences, like dead set, literally like how we have experienced life, what we've gone through, ups and downs, positive and negatives, how we learn from, you know, winning, how you learn from failing and things like that. So the first question I'll ask to everyone, I think it's a pretty, pretty good question to start off with, right? What was one thing you learned in school? Yeah, um, one thing I learned in school. All right, school's like, school's a place where you learn a lot yeah, with for sure. life because you start to... When you get out of school, you start to notice who's fake and who's real. Oh, and tall. in school, there's a lot of drama. So, like, once you, you know, you're mature when you get like rid of the drama. Oh, for sure, yeah, facts. But uh, what I learned in school, uh, it's more like what I learned after school. Eh? Like after yeah. school, I learned not to give a fuck. Yeah. Because yeah. in school, I think you care too much and worry about like what people say and things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't so really easy to feel like that though when you're surrounded by them every single day. Yeah, hundred percent. And to like be constantly like as someone that was bullied, it's co- like you know it's constantly every day in your face. It's so hard to just be like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. And obviously, once you're out of it, you're not seeing these people all the time, so it's a bit different. But it's normal to feel like that when you're in school and in that situation. But I mean, the one thing I learned from school wasn't like something I actually learned in school. It was just from the experiences is that everyone will treat you. The way people treat you is a reflection on themselves and what they're going through and how they feel because like one person could look at you and think amazing things and another person could look at you and think horrible things and you can't control that. Like everyone's different, you know. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, so I just... Agree. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, we're, not totally we're not everyone's yeah. flavour in that sense. Like what I learned from is like now I'm just like, I wish I could go back to school tomorrow, right? And just do like a maybe not a, just a week of school and see how different I'd be with yeah. all the things I learned from now. Like <clears throat> I wouldn't learn to care what people think. I'd do what I want. You know, I just like in the sense of like I'd just be more more of myself. Like I'd go up, like go talk to the kids in year six, year seven, year eight. Be like that guy that people want to know. You know what I mean? Like yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like what I've learned from school is like I I kind of took for granted how how fun it could have been. Yeah. Like I I kind of worried too much on like what I wanted to be and if I was trying to be this and that. 
I just would have been myself and I just wouldn't have given a fuck really, eh? Like, what I learned from school is literally to just, like, realise, like, that's just one chapter in your life. Like, school's just a chapter in your life and, like, I go back now, I thought I was going to be a school teacher, but there's definitely more I would not. I just wouldn't want to be a school teacher now, go back to school, be in that environment because, I, like, I realise now there's so much more to life. Yeah, that's what you don't get taught. There's so much more to life than just being in that classroom for fucking, what, four hours, five hours a day? Like, it's not worth it. Well, like, I used to see school as jail, bro. Like, I honestly personally struggled in school. Yeah. I never, like, concentrated. I was always on YouTube and shit. Yeah, I wasn't the greatest fucking, um, I'll say, star kid. But, like, I was all right in that sense. But I um, wasn't great at learning. Like, I didn't get yeah, great grades. Yeah, yeah, same. I don't think grades is a, it's a big, uh, it's a big, it's not a big, it wasn't a big priority for me. And I didn't get a great ATAR. But I'm still doing what I want to do now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah same. Not to piggyback what you were saying. But, yeah. Go on, Cal. Um, yeah, just with school, like, I think they, like, hide you from so much. Yeah, you sh- they shelter you. They really do. They shelter you. It's not their fault. Like, my auntie's a teacher, bro, and, like, I love my teachers that I've had. Yeah. I've had plenty of teachers that have, like, helped me in life. But, like, they don't teach you anything about money. They don't teach you no, how to live life. Nothing. And it's, like, pretty sad, but, like, they honestly teach you just how to live the... Bro, what they should do, they should have, like, a common sense class, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like dead set, like no, everything. dead no, set. The government common would never class, do that. Like, like, They're never going to do that. Yeah, no, the government wouldn't do that. But like, That's common sense, true. like how to do taxes, yeah. how to fucking break down money, like how to like manage your money, right? How to be, yeah. just how to like interact with people. Like, I think people that go to all boys and all girls schools, they kind of don't get that aspect of going to a co-ed school. I loved going to an all boys school. Yeah, but like, like, there's some people that go to like old boys, all girls that can't talk to the opposite sex. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't different know. for I you because you've never been like that. But there would have been a group. Yeah, there would have been a group in your school that probably haven't, you know, been uncomfortable talking to boys and girls. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and fair. vice versa. Like, so I think you know, go on co-ed. I think most schools should be co-ed. To be honest, like it just helps. Like I think it helps people and just in general because like when you go out to the real world, you're gonna have to talk to people opposite sex and stuff like that. So you know, just like yeah, just common sense things, right? Like it's being a good person. Like that should be a fucking class. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, no. Like I would say, learning from school. No, I just learned. I learned more out of school, like just to be be myself. Like I wish I could go back and just be more of myself. And I think I'd be way more popular. But what did you learn like from that. school? I learned that don't take my like take your life serious, but don't take it like too fucking serious in the sense of like don't put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think you learned that in school. Yeah, because now I'm like I put so much pressure on myself in year eleven. I'm just like. You know, I'll get the ATAR I get. I'll put in the work I put in because I know I'm still going to be successful. I know because I work hard enough. I know what I'm doing. And I think not to just be as serious and just take life how it comes. Because, like, tomorrow you could fucking die, bro. Like, you could die. Like, I could get hit by a car and shit. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen. So I think I've got to realise to enjoy every second. You know, like, some of the best times I've had in my life with school, like, I remember going, you know, cutting, cutting school at lunchtime and going to get feeds and, you know, driving past, seeing our teachers and, like, they're getting expelled from school like that one of some of the fun times doesn't sound great you know what i mean but i had so much fun in those aspects you know so i just think like being relaxed and once i did that i think school got way easier for me i was easier to talk to more people you know i had a better social circle I, that's what i would say like that's what i learned from school just to be more myself and relaxed you know i think it's different for other people other people can't be relaxed in, in that sense but i'm a pretty easy going dude like i like to have you know I like to just be around people I want to be with and have fun and just, I know I'm on the right path. You know what I mean? I know it. And that's all that matters. And I know I'm going to be a success and that's all that matters. That could sound cocky. I don't care, but I've, I know I'll be a success. 
What's your goals? How are you going to be successful? Bro, my goals are a bit different to a lot of people. Like, I really love coaching. I really love that aspect in basketball. And I think I'm on the right path to become a really successful coach. Uh, I, I really want to try to broaden my horizons and move in a state and coach in different places. I think that would be mad. Um, what am I doing for goals? You know, I start a new job at AUSA, working there, you know, probably going, to, going over to a coach in America next year, which is sick. And I, I think that's going to be a mad experience for me. You know, coaching youth league again with my Hills boys, that's going to be a great experience. And just like learning like off the court too, like psychology, like learning how to deal with players, how to off the court, like learning how to talk to different people. Because like I can talk to you in a certain way, but I, can't, but I couldn't talk to Chloe in that way and vice versa. Like sometimes I could maybe yell at you and that could motivate you. I could maybe be, you know, cuddling and that could motivate you. So like how am I getting towards my goals? I'll just say by, by getting more experience and by actually like educating myself, like always learning. I think there's a lot of coaches out there that don't try to keep learning. A lot of people, you've got to keep learning every fucking two to three months, I think. Well, the best way to learn is by listening. Yeah, bro. I think this is why I said to my boys, I said, if you can learn to listen, you will be a good player in anything. Because listening is a skill. I don't care what anybody says. I was a horrible listener back in the day. But now I realise how important it is. Like, if you just learn to listen, like, so many doors can open up for you. That's my thing, at least. 100%. Look, that was a big thing for me, too. Learning to listen. Um, I actually recently learned that from a girl I was talking to. But um, learning to listen was important for me because sometimes I get so caught up in the ego thing. And this is just comes, like, with an ego. Like, having an ego is, like, you just got to... Yeah, bro. Calm it down a bit. But, um... You got a big ego, but... I wouldn't even say I have an ego. I'm cheating now. Cheating now. Beauty. <laughs> Getting on the gronk again. Ah. All right, so we'll move on a little bit. Talking more about, you know, life experiences. What was the biggest experience in your life that you learned the most from? So, like, it might be you might have been successful, unsuccessful. What was something that you really learned from, like, fuck i got to learn to be better at this aspect. So, like, I'll, I'll go first, for example. Like, I remember I was working a job that I did during lockdown that I didn't want to do, but, you know, lockdown was a crazy time for everyone, so you had to wait, had to make a way to make ends meet, right? So I thought, you know what, I'd be a delivery driver. I learned from two weeks of delivery driving that I do not want to do a nine-to-five. I do not want to be working for somebody in my life. The biggest experience for me was I am not getting told what to do by anyone anymore unless it's something that I love and enjoy and I have to work with. Like, I'm still 25, still young. 26, sorry, still young. So I still got to work for people, but I'm not ever going to be in a bottom line job. So my biggest life experience is learning to become my own boss, my own person, and learning to become more of a big deal, I would say. Like, not a big deal, but more of a... More of a person that like has more gravitational pull towards the earth, and like is that, and that is doing positive things. Because I think like, like I'm a pretty good guy. I'll, I'll say that, but like I think I can be even better, and I think that's pretty cool to say. But I think just learning to be, I have to be my own boss, be my own person. I think that's a big thing. Like I don't ever want to work for anybody really in my life. Are you doing that now or no? At the moment, I am, but I don't want to later. But like the people I work for, I actually like and enjoy, and it's helping me come become a better person. Like, I, I, hopefully I'll become a pro coach somewhere, so I'll have to technically work for someone, but I'm still the head coach, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? What about you? What? Chloe? Me? What was the question again? Okay. Yeah, What's, like, the biggest life experience you've learned that's helped you, like, today? Oh, um, I think the biggest life experience that I learned was just realising that I'm, like, in this alone, like, in everything alone, and that 
everything I do is just for me. Like, even though some things I do is good to help other people, it's like at the end of the day, I've only got myself. And once I realised that, I think it just changed the way I act and the way I am because that's when I realised I've got no one to impress. I've got, you know, no one to... Like, I'm not, I don't owe anyone anything in life. Yeah, I like that. And, yeah, I think that's, like, the biggest thing I learned. But, yeah. What about yeah, you, Caleb? That was a great answer. Yeah. I'm proud. Better than my one. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was really good. Can you re-ask the question one more time? So what's, like, the biggest life experience you've learned that's helped you become, like, a better person? Well, that's helped you learn, like, life or learn your purpose, you know what I mean? Um, I think travelling. Yeah. Travelling was my biggest experience because once you travel the world, you realise you realize little things like you realize, okay, why am I pissed off today? Like there's a whole world out there. There's so many people out there realizing no one cares about you uh, was probably the biggest thing as well uh, because no one does care. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone has their own thoughts. Everyone's in their own mind. So learning and realizing that the only person that gives a fuck about you is you. So I think that was the biggest life experience for me, bro, is understanding that it's you against the world. And like, like Chloe said, it's, understanding like it's literally you born alone and you die alone yeah no i agree i, I agree with that with that because like everybody's got their own shit in life going on you well know like I mean? it's like you walk in the street like we're yeah, all doing said, our own thing like yeah, you have your own said. thoughts chloe has her own thoughts mossy has his own thoughts like, like everybody has their own thoughts and stuff like that and like exactly. i think when you said traveling like i think we'll realize like when you travel how small like we are in our in our like wow. area well, yeah, you're in the plane and everyone's just little ants. It's a dot, like, it's oh, crazy. I say like a lot, something. but we are just dead set one person in, like Sydney is like the radius of Sydney is like 40-something kilometres. Like, that's not that big. Even when you look at it in the world, like where this tiny little speck in a whole galaxy. Yeah, like, for sure. Nothing matters. Like, mean, do, you, does, like, do you guys believe that there's another person in the world that's like exactly like you? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Like, there could be a person in, I don't know, China that's exactly like me or something. Or another country, yeah. like it's crazy to, it's crazy uh, to think about that. Yeah, there hundred percent could be someone that's like looks exactly like us, or you know. But the, no one has like our exact experiences in our life, which I think makes it makes humans beautiful. So that we're so different. Yeah, like good. there could be someone that could be look exactly like me or act and sound, you know, have a similar life to me. But like being me, like there's only one me. Yeah, I love that. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's a basketball. The Melbourne he's like he's like key quote is like one of one. Like, I'm one of one. No one's ever going to be like me. No one's ever going to be like you, Caleb. No one's going to be like Chloe. Like, I think, think so. That's going to be a big aspect for me. Like, I just got to realise, like, I think we all realise, like, experience life, which is perfect, but shape what you've experienced to, to become a better person for yourself and help those experiences make you have a better future. You know, I think that's the big thing we got to realise as people. Like, I'm just trying to get better. You know, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. So if I'm going to learn from anything, I'm going to learn from anything. Like not, like I'm not going to learn from one thing. I'm, learn, I'm going to learn from everything I can possibly learn from. Like there's so many, there's so many life experiences. But like I just remember being in that truck, like sitting there, standing there, sitting there, and be like, "This is. There's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be more to life than packing other people's deliveries and working your ass off in the heat or in the cold." Like. I give delivery drivers a lot of credit. Like that is a hard job. Like yeah, my dad's a truck driver and he right. loves he loves it. Right. I I just yeah my my, my old man said you love it or you hate it and I hated it. I couldn't do it. I eh? I couldn't do it. It was too much. Yeah. It was just too much for you. It gave me gave me anxiety, man. Just being out there by myself. Like you're out there eight hours a day and then you just go home. You don't want to do anything. You're just so tired. 
Yeah. It's crazy, man. But I think that's a good thing, like, life experience. Like, if I didn't do that job, I wouldn't be where I am today. Because I can tell you right now, I quit it within two weeks. My old man was fuming at me. He's like, no, you always quit everything. And actually, one of my good mates, Duffy's like, he's like, yeah, he quit. I was like, no, I can't just quit something. He's like, no, you don't like it. You know you're not going to like it. You're just wasting your own time if you actually you're going to do something you don't like doing. So I'm a big believer in that. I'm never going to do a job I don't want to do. I'll never do anything I don't want to do. It's good. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big thing. I'm not fucking, I'm doing what I want. And that might be selfish, but you've got to be selfish to get where you want to go. Yeah. Like, I want to be successful. I want to be a big deal. Like, fuck, and that's what I'm going to be. You know, so I think that transition. Well, just on that, bro, uh, this is for many people out there. If you want to be successful, how are you going to be successful? Why are you going to be successful? And you're going to ask these questions every day and you're actually going to work your fucking ass off. Every, you're going to work your ass off every single day. So it's um, like wake up and ask, okay, how am I going to be successful today? Like, yeah, what did sure. you do? Like, always reflect. So, what you do tomorrow has to be better than what you did yesterday. Or yeah. on that day, sorry. Like, you're always going to be continually growing. Like, just thinking of it as a step. Like, you're climbing a flight of steps. You just got to keep climbing and being bigger and bigger. Like, getting faster and faster or gradually improving. You know what I mean? I think that's a big thing for me. Like, I can't be wasting time anymore. Just wasting time is a big... Like, as you said, maybe you'll tell me in the car. It's like, oh, bro, I sat on TikTok for two hours and I just thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just wasting time. Oh, and you I, had the shits, bro. Yeah, it's because I've got like, I probably have ADHD where if I'm not doing anything, everything I do is literally work. Mm. Like if I'm on TikTok, it's like actually learning like podcasts or doing shit. Mm. So everything I do has a purpose. But yeah, I was just sitting on my phone. I was on TikTok and I was just like, fuck, I'm wasting my time. And I get proper anxious from it. Bro. Yeah, for sure. And people that um, do have a drive and are motivated all the time, they genuinely just can't sit and do nothing yeah like alex and kayla said on the last episode they can't watch movies and i'm like yeah. the exact same like i don't know about you guys but it's impossible for me to just sit and chill like i always have to be doing shit yeah certain things I, I like watching like i don't mind watching certain things but it's like when you do that like you're watching tiktok when i watch basketball i can't not watch it from a coach's perspective like i break down analysis i break down what they're doing why they're doing this and like learning from it Good. so when yeah. my old man's like why do you always just watch basketball like, i'm learning from this like i'm trying to become a pro I can learn, like, and he's like, he's like, what play did they do there? I'm like, oh, they did a two side to a three side, which connected, like, just basketball talk. He's like, how do you pick that up so quick? I'm like, well, that's what I need to be like. Like, I gotta, you gotta be quick in everything you do. Yeah, that's so what, that's what my brother and I do. Like, Jakey and I will, um, will listen to music and like, we'll be driving in the car and we'll listen to music and we'll like point out every instrument that's playing. I'll be like, okay, so what instruments are in this song? So I used to do that at school and it was just so much fun and. That's good. That's you're what always... I do in my spare time. Just, I mean, I watch, I do watch movies. I'm, I can be lazy. I, like, you know, why not? But, um. Yeah, I like watching movies. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like do watching like watching movies. movies. Oh, no, you're both like, Shawshank Redemption is the best movie ever made. Just putting it out there. You're I both going to I love watching. <laughs> no, like I watched the Adams fam Family with Jakey yesterday, and like I love just having like a minute to just like breathe and just sit there and enjoy the presence of other people as well. And like I love like my mom and I. We, every few months we watch, well, probably more often, we watch Twilight, like the whole saga. And you ever seen Twilight? Huh? Don't say no. What's it about the Don't vampires? Yes. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to lie. Have you not seen Twilight? No. Bro. None of you. I do not waste no. my time on that shit. <laughs> no. Movies are a waste of time. Not Twilight. No, I'll anyway. watch a movie. <laughs> no. If anyone okay, if I'm watching a movie, it's going to be something that I can fucking learn from, like the Batman. It's cinematography. Yeah, yeah. You seen Avatar? <laughs> the new one? Surely you could learn oh, from I watched that. like 10 minutes and then I... Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, the new, the new Avatar. Like, surely that's something you can learn from cinematography and stuff oh, like 100%. that. Oh, 100%. Even if you can't learn, it's okay to enjoy things in life. Now, there's some good lessons. There's some good lessons. Shawshank Redemption's a good movie. Borat's a very good movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the best movies I've made. And then, 
Oh, another good one, The Green Mile. The Green Mile is a good movie. So everybody should watch that. I got a question. What are your thoughts on balance? On what? Balance. Balance. Balance in life. Yeah. Like work-life balance. You know, is that what yeah. you're trying to say? Is that what you're trying to say? Like balancing. Life balance. Just balancing life in general, social life, career, you know, leisure. I think it's important to get the right balance and get a ratio. Yeah. Like you can look at it as a circle and like a pie. Like I think work and career has to be the main priority. But and then but then you ask other people, bro. It won't be that for them. It will be, you know, I want to live my life to the fullest. Like some people, bro, in this world live for the weekend. They do. Some of my mates live for the weekend, right? Like they that's just what they do. Like they live for the weekend. Which is all cool and that. Like, I don't mind going out, having fun, you know, and stuff like that. You don't mind a little boogie. Oh, mate, don't mind a dance? Fuck it off. <laughs> but in saying that, I've worked for that. You know, I've, I've put time, like, if you see me out, like, I've been, I've been working throughout that week to reward myself. You know what I mean? And, and I think a lot of people will just do ends meet, bare minimum, to just go do that. So I think work balance has to be a big thing. Like, for me, man, like, my balance is work, basketball, trying to become the best coach, and then doing this podcast. This is my that's my big that's my big three right now. That's my main priorities. And I think that's and that's gonna that's a good priority for me. Like I think just balancing it. Yeah, I'll probably go out once or twice during the week. You know, Jesus. You know, but like, do you deserve it? But like in saying that, going out means maybe going to a movie or maybe going to get a dinner with my mate. But like, this is a question. Like, um, are you a guy that thinks you deserve to go out? Like, are you going to go out just because, or like, do you think about it before you do it? So oh, me sometimes. personally, like if I have a good week, yep. I'll be like, okay, I've had a good week. Maybe I deserve to go out. Yeah, I know oh, what you mean. Life's short. I'm oh, like 50-50 on that. 50-50. I think sometimes, well, so, I don't know, a lot of people can relate to this. You know when you have, you know when we went to Chumbo or Lude? That was just out of the blue. That, yeah. You boys just called me. I said, hey, we're going to go. Do you want to come? Like I can't work for it. Like I don't really care. I don't work there anymore. I can't work for it. I was like, no, nah, fuck. You know what? Once... When's this ever going to happen? You know what? Let's have fun. Let's enjoy it. And that was one of the best nights we've had. So I think it can be both. I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are in your, in your, in your train of thought where, now nah, if I go out, I've got to work for it. I've got to earn it. Because as my mate Chris, you've got to do the, get the mahi, get the treats. Like do the work, get the treats. Yeah. So I think people are a big, big factor on that. But Chloe, you're probably opposite to, to what Caleb was saying. Yeah, sorry, my phone was ringing. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't really, like, personally for me, that's just not how I am, which there's nothing wrong with how he is and how I am. Um, but for me, like, my balance is, like, just making sure that my mental health comes first and, like, I'm doing what makes me happy more so than what I, actually, what makes me happy is what I need to be doing anyway. But, um, like, you know, I work, at the moment I'm working, like, nine to five, five days a week. Um, and then if my friends want to see me during the week, I'm going to make time for them. If my brothers want to go out, make time for them. If I want to go out, I'm going to go out. Like, I don't really like think in the sense, just me personally, I don't think like I need to work to enjoy my, my time. Like say my friends are like, Oh, do you want to go out this weekend? And I've done fuck all the week. I'm not going to be like, no, I haven't. I don't deserve it. I'll be like, you know what? I obviously had no motivation this week. So I'm going to treat myself to get that motivation back because sometimes the reason why I haven't been doing anything is because I have no motivation or... What's motivating about going out? Being around people that I care about. To clubbing? Doesn't, no, not clubbing. Like, like just going out doesn't, No, going out doesn't have to mean clubbing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, even if it is clubbing, like if I just go on like a boat with my friends, I don't go like a trashy... So like how do your friends motivate you? By making me feel loved. Give, you know, giving me reason to be happy and you know my friends are so beautiful and you know they always make me feel 
good about myself because like you know they genuine like my friends I can say I have the most beautiful friends ever and they all have such big hearts and never fail to make me feel accepted and heard and any little thing that I'm going through they're there for me and so being around that type of energy is really like uplifting so can you be motivated by yourself yeah sometimes you just need that push oh yeah yeah I was just asking yeah Yeah, but I think it's a good song J. Cole does it change He, he has a lyric in there the only real change comes from inside Right. Love that. So you can say all the shit you want to do. I can say, you know, tomorrow I want to fucking learn how to drive, ride, a, ride a dirt bike, right? Or I want to be a skydiver. The only way I can do that is by actually doing it and pushing myself to do it. Yeah. So if I want to change myself, I have to do it. No one's going to, no one really cares. As you said, no one gives a fuck. So I have to do it for myself. So I think that's a big deal. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, a lot of things like if you want to do something, you can do it. Like, you can do anything in the world you want to do. Trust me, there's nothing in this world no one can do. But the only real change will come from, the, from yourself and just doing it. Yeah. Like, this, like I, I remember I started a job. I started a job at AOSA. The first two days, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And I went that third day. And that third day was just such a good day. I was like, no, nah, I can do this. And it's the best job I've had ever. Ever. It's so much fun. Great environment. Great people. I'm just around basketball all day. So I'm just like... If I want to push myself and become better, and if I never took that step, right, there's not, not as many doors that would have been opening for me right now. You know what I mean? What about you? Well, bro, just before I start, it's good to see how your mindset's changed. Mm. Since I first met you, yeah. you've lost the weight. You're like, fuck, it's been like four weeks now and your mindset's like changing, bro. Yeah, it is. Just hearing him talk to Zen, like, yeah. bro, it's... There's a lot more confidence. Yeah, too. you sound confident. You sound good. Like, Yeah, I've just learned to be like, like, I realise, like, how good of a person I am and my self-worth. Yeah, you are. So I'm just like, bro, if people don't like me, I don't care anymore. And, like, realising, like, since we've started this podcast, since well, since you came to me and started, and, like, let's start it, right, so many more opportunities have came. Like, I got a tour, I'm going to go to America next year, got a, got a meeting next, next week with my boss with certain things. Like, all these things are op- opening because I'm changing myself and my aspect. And you also surrounded yourself with... Better people. Yeah, two good people. Bro, my mate Chris said, bro, so, Mitch, I love you, but you got you to gotta, you know, change the people you hang out with sometimes and, and grow and adapt. And I was like, you reckon? He's like, bro, if you do that, big things will happen. And yeah. look at this. Yeah, no. Like we just got a shout out from who? Chilling it. Yeah, chilling yeah. it just shouted us out. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, I've had the same thing happen to me like one of my friends too she taught like we had a massive god bless her for actually putting up with me for so long we spoke for like three hours at like 3 a.m and she just said to me like I was putting so much time into something that wasn't worth it and she's like Chloe just imagine if like we calculated how many hours (laughs) I'd spent wasting my time and she was like imagine you put all these hours into your like you know into your music or into your life or into your work or into just doing this and like you know, because at the time I didn't have a job either. And she was like, like putting into a resume. She's like, you could be putting this energy into so much more. And like, you know, you're wasting it on something that doesn't like, you know, deserve it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you were right. Um, and yeah, so. It's priority. So. Yeah, it's just, it's it's different when you have someone tell you like, you know, like wake the Sometimes fuck up. it's good to get like a kick in the ass from someone else. Oh yeah, especially when it comes from someone that you genuinely care about. And like, I love Sue so much. I respect her opinions and everything i know she means everything for the best for me so i'm gonna listen and it's even good to see sometimes it's hard to either listen to your parents or listen to loved ones and sometimes it's amazing to listen from people that are just friends or like even strangers Mm. it's always good to hear things from other people because me personally sometimes i don't listen to my dad or i don't listen to like the mic a bit closer me yeah because when you were talking like that oh sorry yeah that's right um say it again fuck what i say 
You were talking about like getting motivation from other people. Yeah, yeah. So getting motivation from other people, but yeah. That's good that your friend like is helping you out. Oh, she's the best. I love her. Yeah, bro. The people that motivate me the most, like my old man will get up me, but Chris, man, Chris gets up me a lot. You guys met him last week. That dude's done a lot for me, you know, as a person and just motivation. So I think when it comes from people that you really care about, sometimes you you block it out. But then sometimes like, like, there's only a certain amount of people in this world that actually care about you. So you actually got to listen to what they say because they probably, like your parents or your family or your good friends, they actually do have the best interest for you at heart. And look, you know if I mean? you don't have that, because unfortunately some people don't, yeah, just either eventually life will maybe give you those people or if you never unfortunately have it, um, just understand to talk to yourself and love yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I think self-love is a big thing. Once you learn to love yourself, you can learn others. Love others. That's a big thing I've learned too. Like you've got to learn to love yourself. Like, well, that's you know, a big thing that you have changed. Like yeah, you're past year, to love yourself. Bro, past year, bro, I didn't love myself. I wasn't motivated. I wasn't confident in myself and my own being. And then I became, I just took steps to become a better person. And you know, shout out to my good mates, Duff and Juice. They, they helped me, you know, lose the weight. And once I did that, so many doors unlocked for me. And I always go back to that. But I've become more confident. I've got more opportunities in life. I've met great people. You know, I've had different experiences in just everything, relationships, personal, professional. And now I just feel like, I'm, like I've actually started to learn. Like I've started a new life. It feels like I've... Feels like I died and then respawned into a different character, reborn. but I've done all that type of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know about reborn because I didn't die, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I've just become different. Like I'm a different cat too, as you said a, month, a year ago. Well, you know, you the know two mean? most important days of your life is the day you were born and the day you realize why. Bro, I remember that day I realized why. It was the Tuesday after I finished work. I said, "Dad, I'm quitting." He said, "You quit. You have to learn to change your life." And he said to me, "Write these five things down." And I completed all five of it in a year, so I didn't think you were going to do it because I just didn't. Because from the trajectory you were going, you weren't going to do it. And he was he was my biggest advocate in like changing myself body because he he had a bit of a, I wouldn't say struggle with why I just was lazy, but once I changed that man, bro, it's crazy. Like I can see why people love working out and love doing it. As in the previous couple of years, I don't like feeling of in pain, but when you get an endorphin hit, there's nothing better, nothing better. Maybe that or yeah. I'm not too sure, but getting that change, man, it's just crazy. And then when people come and say, like, oh, you look all this. Like, when people come up to you that you're not really close with and that, like, shoot you messages, it's like, you look really good. It's like, fuck, I actually am changing and becoming a way better person. And, like, people are recognising me now. Like, I felt like not a lot of people recognise me. Now people, like, want to be around me and want to talk to me. And I feel that's crazy. It's just crazy to me. You know what I mean? So that's, that's my thing. And I'm, you know, I'm dribbling a little bit here, but... I'm just passionate about that that topic, you know, like just changing yourself and being more of a more of a better person because, like, I'm just a better person now. Like, it's not even a question, you know what I mean? So that's more, you know, my my experiences. But you know, we'll delve into something else, which is pretty good. I I wrote this one. Like, we've all failed in life, right? And that's fair. That's fine. Everyone's going to do it. Everyone in this world has failed. If they say they haven't, they're a liar because it's 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 bullshit. You're always going to fail. But how do you, what did you learn from failure? Like, you don't have to go into detail, but what have you learned from failure? You know what I mean? Like, what have you learned? Like, how has failing something made you better in that aspect? If that makes sense. Asking me first. Um, I think the biggest, like, failure I went through was when I was just wasn't doing well in uni. Um, and obviously 
to like family and everything it's like such a big thing to be in uni and like it's so hard to like tell them you know like when I saw that I had failed like my first year it was so hard to tell my mom like I was so scared I was crying and I was just like I don't know what to do and um like there was so much going on it was like COVID and like my parents had just split up and like I was doing uni from home it was so hard to focus with everything going on as well so it was understandable but like just the thought of like disappointing my mom made me so stressed and I was like so scared um but then mum told me she was just like like Chloe I'm still so proud of you for all that you've done and like you know you tried and like you know just knowing that she's just proud of me for trying that's what kind of got me through that but your mum's really supportive yeah my mum's like the most supportive woman ever she just she loves us all so much like she lives and breathes my brothers and I and so amazing she's the best mum ever Shout Love out, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, but she, she's such a, she's got such a big heart and, like, no matter what, as long as she knows that I've tried and I've put – and she knows I'm a very, like, passionate person when it comes to, like, things that I want in life. And, um, yeah, it wasn't, like, a case of me just, like, meh, I can't give – like, I can't be bothered for it. And so that's why that happened. It was more so, like, you know, just shit happened and she was still there for me, like, supporting me. She gave me, like, a big hug and then, like, when you look at it, like, look at my life now. Now I work at my dream job. So <laughs> So it doesn't really matter, but, you know, she always just gives me hope and keeps me pushing, like, forward to whatever outcome comes. And, like, you know, maybe I wouldn't have, um, like, if I didn't fail and, like, it didn't have her supporting me, I wouldn't be where I am today. I would have just kept bashing myself for not doing well enough. But she always supports me and through everything I do, even when I was, like, singing and stuff, she would always just be there cheering me on every time I'd be scared of what people think. And, like, you know, she's just always the biggest support. So I think... My mum's support and love helped me through my failure, like all failure in life. My biggest failure? Um, not biggest failure, but what have you learned from failure? What have I learned? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, what have I learned from failure? Improvement. Yep. Uh, self-improvement, always growing, elevating, leveling up, making sure every time I do fuck up that I learn from it and get better from it. Um, there's plenty of times where I have fucked up, especially with people. Um, I've got a bad thing with abandonment issues where I kick people out of my life very quickly. Um, I give them like three weeks and then that's when I start to like sort of push people away. So um, yeah, trying to learn like my abandonment issues to like sort of calm down a bit. But yeah, with my failures, bro, I think they're the best thing for me personally because every time I fuck up, it's like, okay, I can learn from that, switch yeah. on, and level up. No, I think if you don't learn from failure, then it's a failure. But if you learn from failure, it's actually a success because you've learned how to become a better version of yourself. Like, yeah. I'll say, for me, just learning from certain instances like losses in sport, failing grades, is because maybe I'm not putting the work in. I'm not putting the effort in that I need to put in to become the best version. So realising why I failed, if you can get that why you failed, then that's okay. So for me, a lot of things I've done which I failed because I didn't put the work in or I didn't care as much as I should have. So now I realise, no, if I'm going to do something, it's 110% effort. It's maximising every possibility I can get. And, you know, I've had a lot of success once I've done that. You know, for me, that's the biggest thing for me. I think just learning from, from like, not failure, just learning from life experiences. Yeah, that's look, the big thing. if you fail in life, don't think... Everyone's failed, sorry. Everyone's failed here. Yeah, well, like, if you fail, that's not the end. So there's many times where I failed and I'm like, fuck, this is it. Like, where am I going to go? So I used to want to play rugby league. Like, that was my dream in life. And unfortunately, I can't play because of a concussion reason. 
And that was my goal in life, bro. That was my dream. But I guess that's a failure in a way where I can't achieve that dream anymore. But with failure, don't think that is it because you can grow and you can have a new life and you can fucking like reset in a way. Yeah, for sure. I think certain things happen for a reason. Like if you were playing footy, you wouldn't have been able to shit to go travel the world. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have been able to. Well, everything happens for a reason. 100%. That's a big belief in that. And I think you're exactly where you need to be at this point in time in your life. Like I'm exactly where I need to be right here, right now. You know, tomorrow, wherever I am, that's exactly where I need to be to maximize myself and become the best version of myself. Full stop. I agree. That's a big, that's a big thing for me. And I think I realize that now. So I'm happy on that. We'll wrap this one up with the last question. So this question is a pretty deep one. What helped you get over your past trauma slash defeat your inner demons or your inner, inner thoughts? What about you, Kelly? Yeah, I think it, I think it really comes down to, do you really want to change where you are right now? Because it's easy to be comfortable. So I think I've gone through different experiences. I'm not going to specify what it is, but I think getting up and facing it and dealing with it head on works for me. Now, it won't work for everybody, which is fair. Because not, not everybody's going to have different... Everybody's going to have different ways they deal with things. But I think for me, just really pushing that barrier... Because I think it's kind of like when you push something, like it might not always push back. It might just push and push through. And I think for me, just giving it my all and just, and just saying, you know what? Like, I get a lot of intrusive thoughts. Like I have OCD. I get a lot of intrusive thoughts. And I think for me... It's, it's a wave. You go up the wave and when it's at its peak, you are thinking so bad about it. You're thinking the worst possible thing possible and it, can, and it can get in your head and it can be really, really tough. Like there's a lot of people that go through it. But once you learn to relax and you know, there's different ways you can combat that, it starts to go down and it starts to go down and then you relax through it. And then when you uh, go through certain traumas, certain things in life will pop back up but you've been learned and taught those experiences like, you know, this is what's going to happen. Ride the wave and it's going to come back down. So I think for me, pushing through and riding everything that comes with me. Yeah, you know well I mean? said, 100%. Go ahead, you, Chloe. Go, Chloe. What was the question again, the specifically? Yep. So it was, what helps you get over past trauma slash defeat your inner demons? Um, I think it's the motivation of like what's to come and setting goals and like having motivation and kind of like pretty much just setting up this whole dream thing that I want to achieve, not like setting a date or a time on it, but just having this thing that I'm working towards, like that helps me get over things that I've like traumas and all that, like knowing that there's better to come and I can work harder and get better. That's like what motivates me to get out of that. And also like, you know, obviously just like having support pushing me to do that as well is like a big thing for me. From um, the outside looking in, I think your family helps you a lot. My family and friends, like yeah. I, my family is like also like most the best thing in my life, but also yeah. can be the worst. Like not my obvious immediate family, like my mom and well, brothers. Well, you have fights here and there. No, 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 not not in that case. I mean, like as in other family members. Okay, yeah. From you know, <laughs> so like I I only have like my grandma, on my mom's side, and grandpa that I see and love, um, and you know my mom's brother and his beautiful wife and babies and stuff like you know they're my cousins and they're my auntie and uncle and my mom and my brothers like but that's all I have like I don't have a massive family um and I have had a lot of family drama in my life and I'm not going to talk about but it's there and 
that was traumatizing. I was like 12 when most of the shit started happening. Um, so like, I know from an outsider's perspective, it seems like my family's my everything and like they are, but then there is unfortunately people that happen to be blood related to me that aren't. I think a lot of people will relate to you with this. So what's something you could like give advice to? Like what's some advice you could give? To what? Like, oh, that's all right. Advice I could give to people on what? Like what you just talked about. About what? having like family dramas? Yeah. Oh, what helped you, Chloe? And what helped you? What was your, like, what helped you get through those experiences? Like for me, like for me going back to it, riding the wave and just pushing through the barrier. Like what helps you go through that? Um, I think it's just holding the ones that do love you close. Um, you know, like like I said, I don't have two parental figures in my life that love me i've only got my mum and sh- but she gives me enough love to fill both shoes and same goes with my tia my tío my cousins my grandma and grandpa like i don't need more than one i've got one of each and they are all perfect and fill me with enough love i mean i've got two brothers but you know they give me enough love that i don't need anything else in my life and i think that if you're in a situation similar to that where you do have family dramas because i know especially in spanish households that's a common thing um you know it's hard because like i see people going to like their grandparents house and they have like you know a big family christmas and like you know with both their parents and you know it is sad like and it, it you know it's hard knowing that i don't have that but at the same time because it happened because to me when i was so so young i also don't give a fuck like people always be like to me oh but that's your this or that not gonna name names but like you know um and I'll be like, no, they're not. Like, I don't give a shit who's blood related to me. Blood means nothing to me. It's about who loves me and is there for me. Obviously, like, family, like, blood means something to me is in my family that loves me, but it's not about the blood that makes me love, like, my mum and my brothers yeah. and my everyone. It's the love that they have for me that makes me care about them. And that's all that matters to me because I've got people in my life, like, my dear, my godmother, she's not blood related to me, but she loves me, like, more than anything. And, like, it does not matter. Yeah, it blood doesn't have to nothing. be blood related, hey? No. That's what I have. That's what that's what got me through everything. Because like you will have a lot of people, especially like I went to school with a bunch of wogs, and they're all like family orientated. Like family's everything, and they're all like you know blood is like you know the thickest thing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, not for me, because blood means shit to me. If you treat me like shit and you don't have respect for me and you put me through trauma, especially at a young age, I was like 12 when I went through all this shit, and they were grown adults treating me like shit. Um, they can fuck off. Like it's not you're not my family. I will never ever. That's not my family. That's just people that I happen to share someone in the family tree with. Um, but family to me is like, you know, the ones that love me. And that's what healed me through all my trauma because, you know, love is stronger than love is stronger than blood to me. That's how I see it. I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. Especially with the family thing. Um, like I don't love my mum at all. And people think that's crazy, but yeah, she- Because I'll be like, it's your mum. And I'm like, all right. 100%. Well, I why to. are they treating us like shit? Yeah. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people like have gone through this. Um, like I have fucking seriously hate my mom. Mm. Like I fucking hate her. And people that do hate their parents, it's, it does, it's like, yes, they put us into this world, but you don't have to love them. You didn't ask to be put in this world. And that's how I see it. Like, like I don't have to love my mom. I don't have to love my brothers, but like, I do and it's because of all that they have done and it's like exactly like how you love your dad it's because of all that he's done for you and it's like how when you love your friends or anyone it's just because what they have done for you you just don't love people for the fun of it sake of it 
But no, I agree. It's just like, and it's hard because I know how it feels. People be like, oh, but it's your parent. And you're like, then why aren't they acting like it? And that's not a good enough answer anyways. So I agree. I agree big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what about you, bro? What was the question again? Sorry. It was... What's well, like self traumas you've gone through that's else such inner demons that have helped you? Like I can read it again for you. Yeah. So what un- what helps you get over the trauma slash defeat inner demons? What helps me? Like what are your traumas? What has helped, helped you? What helped you get like you don't have to say traumas, but what has helped you? Because everyone goes through different experiences. Well, my biggest traumas, bro, was fuck. I'm just gonna say it straight up. I got beat up as a kid by my stepdad. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but um, yeah. I got beat up and. My mum was always there and she never done anything about me. So, um, yeah, that was my biggest trauma in life. Like having someone that is meant to love you, not care for you. And just back on what Chloe said, like, you, like I don't love my mum for that. I fucking hate my mum and I'm glad she's gone. Mm. And like as sad as it is to say, I'm glad she's not here, bro. Um, and it's made me the person who I am today. I'm glad she's not in my life. I'm glad I've got my dad and... Like, no one's forcing me to say this, bro. Like, this is from the fucking heart. I seriously am so glad that I have no mum and I fucking hate her, bro. And, like, this is such a, like, personal topic to me because I don't really talk about my mum. And I'm surprised I'm saying it now, to be honest. But, um, yeah, just... It was funny. I remember when I was five years old, my mum said to me, um, the people that care the most in your life are the ones that leave. And she was the fucking example for that. <laughs> So, yeah, how I got out of that is just having my dad and loving myself more and realising that realizing that I can use this as motivation. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. No, I'll be a believer in that. All right, guys, well, that's today's episode of the Antigophobia podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. All the content coming your way. All right, a lot of good stuff coming your way. Some really good guests coming in the pipelines. Really appreciate it, but yeah. Oh, last shit. Week? Last week? $100. What's the word for $100? Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To win $100, I'll be picking one person that says rainbow in the comments. So if you watch this full podcast, comment down rainbow and you have a chance to win $100. But anyway, guys, that was a great conversation. Um, please like, comment and subscribe like Mitch said. This is the Atikophobia podcast. Anything else to say, guys? Yeah. Ciao. Thank you for thank you for listening as always. Thank you. <laughs>